Hello, and welcome to Unknowable, the podcast where we talk about all things mysterious, unusual, or unknowable. I'm Justine. And I'm Gray. This week, we are talking about the disappearance of the town called Rastus in Russia. Yes, the abandoned village of Rastus. Abandoned village. Village probably makes more sense than town. Yeah, we're just assuming that it's pronounced Rastus as well. Yeah. Try Googling it and there's nothing. It's weirdly Just like, nothing. it's like a black hole on the internet. I'm sure there's a yeah. lot more if you found it in Russian. I bet there's like some Russian name for it. or There's like some alternative name for this village that we Americans don't know. But yeah, I definitely in Googling found like what seemed like four different spellings mm-hmm. of it, including like Rastesia, yep. like with an IA at the end and multiple spellings of like various other landmarks near it so there's really no telling what this is or where to find it or it was actually probably the least information i've ever found about any topic we've ever done yeah seriously which kind of makes it more interesting because then it's like an actual mystery yeah no we so about a week actually a week ago today we were hanging out in real life what outdoor hangs and Gray happened to mention actually like while we were walking to a porta potty, mm-hmm. <laughs> Gray was like, I've been reading about this Russian village of Rastus and he just gave me like the brief synopsis and I was like, Ooh, is that our next topic? And he was like, yep. sure. <laughs> and then he went in and peed and then later that day he sent me a link to an article about it, yep. which is seemingly like one of two articles that exist. Right. In in English um, that we know of. Exactly. Yeah. Both and both very poorly translated into English. So right there are some parts where you're like, I'm not sure exactly what they're saying there or, but you kind of get like, like the, the spelling gist. of this. Yeah. I got the, the basic gist. There were a couple theories that I didn't totally understand the way that they were worded. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. But yeah. So the, the basic story is Rastus is a village that was abandoned on the banks of the Kira, Kira river in the Sverdlovsk region of russia so i just want to apologize to all the russian speakers out there who are listening to us butcher these words because not probably not one of them will be correctly except for like maybe moscow we pronounce that yeah so i'm hoping that's correct i don't god only don't really know yeah um yeah so it's very similar you're going to get some vibes most likely as you hear this of um the lost city of roanoke yes Lost Colony. Colony. Wow. Colony. City. City. Yeah. Yep. Lost Colony of Roanoke. You might remember that. I can't remember what episode number that was, but that was an early, early episode. Yeah. OG. Um, yep. Like within the first 10 episodes, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Um, so yeah, we talked about that same kind of idea where it's like small village and just gone without a trace. And now there's all these weird theories ranging from the more mundane to the more paranormal. Of so, course. Of course, yeah, as as we do. Which is why you're here listening to this episode. Exactly, because you want to hear the more traditional theories of like, oh, it was just this boring thing. But you also want to hear like it was aliens because it might have been aliens. It was always aliens. It was always aliens. So the basic story is this village arose at the beginning of the 17th century um, when the Babinovsky tract was laid to Siberia, which at the time was the main postal route. Um, and surprisingly, I had never heard of that before and looked it up to see. And obviously the photos weren't taken at the time in the 17th century, right. but the more recent photos, like it really is just like a road. Yeah. 
I guess didn't really know what to expect from that, but I was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. And from what it seems like it was the only passable way to get from like Moscow to Siberia. Mm. So I imagine, I mean, maybe not like super well-traveled because I doubt a lot of people are going to be going from Moscow to Siberia. But if you're going from one to the other, you're, you have to go on this road. So I assume it was probably like relatively well-traveled, if not cosmopolitan, then at least like, I don't know, there'd be like, it's not like it's just like some, some tiny little village in like Northern Siberia that's like surrounded by glaciers or anything. So it was was probably kind of happening. Yeah. So it seems like settlements obviously appeared along the tract, which makes sense. People wanted to have access, you know, be close to the access. Um, And the village of Rastus became one of the most important among those settlements. It was first mentioned back in 1621. And then there was a census conducted in 1680 where at that point the village had a church, uh, 39 courtyards, which I wasn't totally clear on that. Is that just like yards? I think so. That would, so that means there's only 39 permanent residents. Right. Or like 39 homes, maybe, maybe like 39, like not peasants, like 39, like quote unquote landowners. Right. Yeah. Cause it says, yeah, 88 residents. So that's not much more. So you'd think if there were 39, yeah, like residences that that could easily be 88 residents you know considering families and whatever right um but then the siberian moscow tract was built which was a newer i'm assuming just bigger more comprehensive tract and at that point the babinovsky tract started to lose its significance and in 1763 it was officially closed um but i guess even after that rastus didn't empty out it actually kind of had a new heyday in the 19th century um they found some deposits of platinum and gold in the vicinity of the village. Yeah. So some of the locals became actually pretty rich. It seemed there's gold in them, their heels. Yeah. So, but then in the 1950s, the inhabitants of Kitlum, the nearest settlement about 20 kilometers from Rastus realized they hadn't seen anyone from the neighboring village for a long time. I don't know. Again, these articles are very sparse and poorly translated so it's something gets lost a little bit so i don't know how long is a long time right is this like haven't heard from them for a couple months is this years how much contact did they have how at that time again this is the 1950s so this isn't we're not still in the 17th century um but yeah like how how long does one go like before they notice you haven't heard from the neighboring village it's even like weird to think of that right as like oh i haven't heard from anybody in like fucking gorum for a while right. like, let's go check on gorum exactly. you know like i don't know i can't relate to that and it does seem weird that even that that is like worded that way in the 50s just that would be a thing that you'd be like huh right that nearby village hasn't really been active lately i don't know but um so the men gathered and went to find out what happened so they go to rastus everything seems normal right nothing like it hasn't been like bombed it's not destroyed right um the houses looked pretty untouched. The livestock and the poultry were where they should be. They looked hungry for sure, oh. but they were still there. Right. I know. Really sad. They just got left behind. Um, but as they looked a little closer, it got a little more weird. There are no people whatsoever, but it, there were indications that they left very suddenly. Right. Um, doors and windows unlocked meals, half eaten, like left on the table. Right. Um, like, 
one of the examples was like an open book with a bookmark like laid out on a bench yeah. like somebody that, that was like creeping me out the most that like they worded it as if people had been distracted for a moment and never returned right like gives me chills to think about like i'm picturing somebody sitting in their house reading a book like having lunch right and they hear something outside mm-hmm. and they're like hmm put their bookmark in set it down go outside and just never come never back never come back Oof, yeah gives me chills it's wild um and then even weirder yeah they discovered the graves in the local cemetery were dug up and the bodies were gone dun 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 that was the what that was the? the moment where i was like okay this isn't just like a normal disappearance this is there's some shit going on think yeah, think about something happening what would have to happen to make you not only flee your home and your home village a village that you've probably lived in your whole life but not only do that mm-hmm. but also go to the cemetery with a shovel and dig up what your like grandfather who died and right dig that like partially decayed corpse up and bring it with you to wherever you're going yeah i can't imagine yeah that both of those things together creep me out i'm like okay so they just disappeared and then either in their rush to leave they dug up the bodies or whatever made them leave dug up the bodies i don't know but there's no clues at all as to where these people might have gone so the men that went to explore returned to kitlam the nearby village right um and at the time they recalled in hindsight that they had once laughed at their eccentric neighbors who talked about mermaids, evil spirits wandering in the forest, a strange light in the sky. It was talked of that there was a curse hovering over the village. Um, and there had been at the time stories and even in more recent times, stories of um, strange lights being seen among the trees, hmm. columns of light going up into the sky from behind the mountains people hearing whispers in the dark dude i'm getting chills talking about this i don't know why it's wild we talk about weird shit all the time and i don't usually feel this freaked out because it's not just like some normal ass village where this stuff is happening like there's all these like creepy like literal like episodes from the x-files that are happening at this village yeah so basically what kept happening at this village before the disappearance was a series of episodes of the x-files every day exactly lights that's yeah like you probably ufos yeah right like most likely the the columns of light specifically like there's something about so anybody who hasn't seen the x-files which will say it for the millionth time if you haven't you should pause this episode Um, and go watch the entire series and then come back yeah go go watch the whole series (laughs) however long it takes like we will sacrifice (laughs) yeah you'll miss a lot of episodes of us but then when you come back you'll have a lot to catch up on right be great but we're okay with that because that's how good it is and you'll see how many episodes of the x-files take place in the woods and there is like something so uniquely ah, like x-files about those woods Mm -hmm. um i very badly want to go to the parts of canada where x-files was filmed just to see some of these places in real life but there are just some of the greatest scenes in the show take place in the woods and there's usually a column of light (laughs) yeah that's like a very common there's a lot of shots of like Mulder running through the woods of course with just like jacket flapping behind him it's great um so yeah i got real big x-files vibes from that um so yeah i mean that's pretty much the whole story is that they disappeared nobody has any clear solid idea why and the theories that exist even have a lot of holes in them which we will get to oh yeah um so i did a little bit of digging on the location so even that was difficult there's yeah. nothing out there i found the as far as geographic coordinates to look them up on google earth 
Yeah. And did you happen to see like where in Russia this was? So it's, yeah. If you think of Russia, it's kind of like a third of the way from the left there. You can, it's it's kind of, I think it's honestly like in the Ural mountains. Like I think the river Mm. that Rastis is on is comes from the Ural mountains and goes South. So it's kind of like a third of the way from the left through Russia. It's interestingly Mm. enough, I looked this up. It's 160 miles south of where Dyatlov Pass occurred. Okay, holy shit. Okay, that was exactly what I was trying to find. Was Okay, so yeah, the Russian geographical terms in general are a little confusing if you don't know much about Russia, which I do not. No, me neither. I am not. We are, we are my not. My disclaimer is <laughs> Right. Experts on Russia. Not experts on Russia. Not even close. Um so the Sverdlovsk region, which is known as Sverdlovsk oblast right. oh man is a federal subject located within the ural federal district right so there are eight federal districts of russia that each contain federal subjects very confusing i think it's kind of um, like provinces of canada similarly like a right? prov- province and oblast are like interchangeable that would make some sense yeah um so yeah you might recognize the ural federal district because yes the dyatlov pass incident which we also talked about in a past Mm -hmm. episode took place in the northern part of the ural mountains um specifically on a mountain called kolat syakal sure yeah um at the very northern tip of sverdlovsk oblast so personally when i looked i couldn't find any info on where so one of the articles the article that you sent me referred to it as the kyria k-y-r-y-a river Mm -hmm. that brought up absolutely nothing (laughs) some things said kyria k-y-r-i-a nothing for that either um because i wanted to see how close it was to this particular mountain where they disappeared or not where they disappeared where they died right um i even looked at an alphabetical list of rivers in russia dude that's how deep i got into this jesus nothing even looked similar enough to be it spelled differently um there is a rural locality in Russia called Kira, just K-Y-R-A. Hmm. Um, but that's like way at the southern tip. So that isn't most likely is not what they were referring to. Right. Um, but that's interesting. So 160 miles, you said? 160 miles as the crow flies. So Dang. that's about the distance from Portland, Maine to Hartford, Connecticut. Hmm. So okay. not like right. immediately, not far. but it's also like directly south. So like if you were traveling north to right. south along a line of latitude and longitude, it's, it almost hmm. follows that, that line. Interesting. Um, I mean, and it's right as in like the crow the same flies or as the UFO flies. Ayo, exactly. Ayo. Um, or oh, as, it is in the same time period as Mothman flies. Um, but yeah. that's, that's what we should say on this show. Instead of as the crow flies, it's as the Mothman flies. But oh, dang, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like I think Dyatlov Pass happened in 1959, and Shit. this whole story is pretty vague. But it was in quote the 1950s that these people disappeared. So I did not even make the connection of the time period. Right. So it's very it's, it's right in that same right in that same time period. So that <laughs> go if you're if you're listening to this episode, pause it, go back to Dyatlov Pass, <laughs> listen to that episode, yeah. and yes. listen and to our theories, back. and you'll see that there's might be some overlap yeah there's definitely some overlap and and then when you finish that go watch the x-files and then come back in a few weeks so we'll see you in about a month a little bit yeah yeah i mean yeah if you really committed to it you could watch the whole series of x-files in a few weeks i think oh yeah if you had nothing else to do right yeah 
be fine. Even just watch a few episodes a night. You'll, you'll get through it. Right. Um, yeah. So very interesting that they became connected. And I honestly, even just initially with this being in Russia, I did not make the connection to diet love pass instantly, just in part because Russia is huge. Yes. Um, so I wasn't immediately like if this was like the same state, you know, in the United States, then yeah, that would be no matter what state that's small enough that you'd be like, huh? But mm-hmm. Russia being what it is, I didn't initially think, oh shit, diet love pass. But once they started talking about the Ural Mountains, I was like, oh wait a second. Oh yeah. Wait a second. Um, but yeah, fucking me spending an hour looking through like Russian maps and <laughs> countless websites with just Russian, and I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what you're saying. So I, I don't want to brag, yeah. but it took me about ten minutes to figure out that distance. What the hell, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just googled so Dyatlov Pass coordinates and Rastus coordinates, and I got two sets, and I just did the measuring tool in Google Earth, and it was it was done. Dang it. Anyways. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So. Well. Okay, so it's as close as I wanted it to be because I couldn't find anything and I'm like, I might just go off on this whole theory and they might be super far away because the Ural region, the Ural Mountains, I should say, are quite vast. So it's not like, you know, again, comparing it to like spots near us, like there's small mountain ranges near us where like no matter where you were on the mountain range, you're going to be pretty close. But with this huge mountain range, I mean, if you were at the northern tip versus the southern tip, you're pretty far away. But oh, yeah. 160 miles is not far as, no, as like the Mothman flies. within New England. Yes, as the Mothman flies. Yeah, so, okay, weird. Um, so, as far as theories go. Yes. Um, the most plausible theory, of course. Yep. Similar, again, to Roanoke. Um, the more plausible theory of Roanoke was that they just assimilated with the, the natives of the area. Um, mm-hmm. The most plausible theory, I guess, most boring theory of this would be that the village, once prosperous, began to fade. Um, Various important services and businesses closed. And the final straw was when the the one grocery store closed. So residents were needing to walk many miles to go get something as simple as bread. That isn't really, you know, a long-term option for a lot of people to be able to do that. So not that the whole village disappeared at once, but that people just kind of slowly sold their homes or generally just left to go someplace closer to civilization. Um, there's another twist on that, that there was a, a free settlement of prisoners that appeared nearby who would come and rob the houses of those who, you know, left to go to work in nearby villages or dug out graves looking for gold. So that that was also like, not only is this village, becoming less relevant and having less resources, but then you've got these prisoners coming in robbing you. So people were just like, fuck this place and left. Right. So here's the only thing about that though. So in both cases, even if, if, if the, the village was slowly abandoned or if it was more suddenly abandoned due to like bandits or whatever, the Mm -hmm. livestock was left behind. And this is a rural culture where livestock would be like, as good as currency like you it's like your whole life like if you're a farmer or whatever having cows or whatever the livestock was there wouldn't be more valuable to you than like almost anything that you have so leaving like books and stuff behind makes some sense in this culture but leaving behind livestock when you're going to like go to this new village like you're going to take that with you whether even if you're going to a village to go live like a more urban life or whatever you're going to bring that livestock with you to that new village to sell it because that's currency so the fact that right. these animals were left behind just shows that they weren't sort of like 
planning to leave long term. And also if they're leaving slowly and like selling their houses, who are they selling the houses to? Who's buying these houses? Right. Because if you sell your house to somebody, they're probably going to move into that house. So I just, that seems like a plausible explanation, but it doesn't fit with the, the, um, the evidence that we have left behind. No. And I thought the same thing. And also it would make sense if the graves were simply dug up and like coffins had been opened, then sure. Yeah. There of course are grave robbers. Right. Um, again, this village had been near an area where platinum and gold were found. A mm. lot of people had money. They're, is most certainly, you know, jewelry and things buried with the dead. And so them doing that. But from what I could tell, again, with the limited amount of information, it didn't seem like the coffins were just opened and messed with. It seemed like the bodies were gone. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why a grave robber, somebody just in the village to take whatever they could of worth Mm -hmm. would steal the entire body and maybe like get them out of the coffin and leave them next to the grave. But like, they're not right. going to take the body, the bones. Um, and if you're going to take, yeah. if like the people, you know, this is a, again, like a culture that is more, um, like there's like ancestor worship or there's kind of like more reverence placed on like the dead. Um, I mm. could potentially see if you're going to uproot your life and go move to a new village, I could potentially see bringing the bodies of your ancestors with you. Like I, I wouldn't do it, but I could see that people would do that in that kind of culture. So, yeah, but why would you dig up the body of your ancestors and bring that, but not bring your livestock as well? Right. Yeah. If this, again, if this was, that would indicate that this is like a permanent move. We're not coming back here. Right. Yeah. That would make sense. I, I meant to look that up to see if that was ever a thing. If people did, it would make sense. I mean, you'd think that if you had to leave and go far away from where you were, I mean, that would, that would be tough even now if you lived in a a town your whole life and yeah, your whole family was buried there, including people that you knew and loved. Mm -hmm. That would be tough to just leave them, especially, I mean, I think that's a little different nowadays. Most people aren't joining together with their entire community and leaving. So, you know, you leaving the town that you live in to go move to a different town, just you is different, but like everybody leaving and knowing that that was going to be abandoned seems a little different that, yeah, you wouldn't want to leave your loved ones there. But yeah, I wonder if that's ever a thing that happens. Right. Hmm. I mean, it would make sense. Um, So yeah, so it just seems odd. And yeah, it just didn't seem like there was no finding of the bodies. Um, Some people on, I think, Reddit kind of speculated like, oh, well, maybe they opened the coffins to take the gold or jewelry and animals got to the bodies. But when you think about the fact that Hmm. even just after a year or two of a body being in a coffin underground, it's not still a body anymore. Um, And the thing that would make that you know, a body la- like be more of a flesh and blood body, I guess not blood, but you know right. what I'm saying? Like not just fucking bones would be things like formaldehyde, which wouldn't have been used in a village like that most likely. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is just a bunch of fresh, freshly dead bodies laying there and the animals were like, Oh sweet. Like right. this is most likely just a coffin being busted open with bones in it. The bones, and I don't clothes. really think that yeah, bones and clothes. Like they're not, maybe they'd go and check it out. They might like take some stuff away, but I don't really think Again, not an expert on what type of dead <laughs> flesh and bones that animals typically eat, but I don't really think the uh, animals would go and ransack an entire cemetery's worth of bones. Right. Like, I could see them being curious and being like, hmm, <laughs> like nibbling little last bits of like <laughs> leathery skin off uh, of the bones or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I got a little, 
little in detail there, but I just don't think that they would like, I don't think it would be, Oh, there's nothing left right. of this cemetery. That just seems right. unlikely. So that doesn't really fit with people slowly left and people robbed the graves. I just don't yeah. think also if people are like, if there's like marauding bandits coming through the town, the houses aren't going to be as if somebody just set their book down and left. They're going to be like ransacked. Right. Yeah. People will have like pulled stuff off shelves, open stuff. It would just be like, like if somebody robbed a house. It would just be shit everywhere. Right. You'd think like whether people had, were still living in the village or not, people would be kind of in a hurry going through these houses and that the houses would probably be more likely to be a spot where they would find things to sell right. than the graves. I mean, of course, I'm sure the graves had some stuff in them, but I would think you'd have way better luck finding jewelry and expensive items in somebody's home. Right. And so, yeah, if the homes seemed largely untouched and just people like people walked out, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to fit with like, yeah, these just prisoners coming over looking for whatever they can find. So I don't know that that seems like a, a neat little theory, but it just doesn't work for me. Right. I agree. Um, so one of the theories that I read about that I didn't totally understand because of the wording, um, there was something about sorcerers. Did you see something about this? No sorcerers. Like, there was a, yeah, like the Classic, settlement like, was actually, <laughs> I know, like there were sorcerers there first before the Babinovsky tract was laid. And I, it, just, it was unclear because I couldn't tell it then mentioned warlocks and I don't know enough about the topic to know like is a sorcerer and a warlock interchangeable or are those no. two different things warlocks no. are specifically like negative like they they have like okay. they like they they wield the same power but they use it for like bad purposes whereas like sorcerers and <clears throat> witches are using powers for good Okay. So a warlock would be so, like a necromancer. Mm, okay. Yeah. It said something about sorcerers and warlocks. And I don't know if like the sorcerers moved in first and then warlocks came along or the warlocks were already there. It was very unclear. It's the chicken and the egg. Um, the sorcerer and but the But then something about yeah, the sorcerer, like which came first. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It was talking about the sorcerers like luring people out of the houses. And then so that was unclear. Like are these the warlocks that they're luring or are these just like average people? Hmm. Like it, it was just so there's maybe something about sorcerers, but I have no idea. Something lost in translation <laughs> here that we can probably never understand culturally. Yeah. We'll never I'll never know unless I talk to somebody who lives in Russia and knows more about that. But yeah, it was just I could tell from the paragraph that I read, like there was something there and just the wording from the translation was just not quite right. Um so there's that. There was another theory mentioned about sort of like a mass insanity due to strife. We mm-hmm. kind of recently talked about that with um the dancing plague. Yeah. The essentially the residents all just went into the woods and never returned, which is like basically like our society right now. Hey-o. The entire United States is just going to go into the woods and never come back. That's a more um, plausible explanation to me than the the slow abandonment theory because that's why they left all their shit behind. That's why they left the livestock behind and potentially like digging up the graves or whatever, like yeah. could be a symptom of some kind of like mental break from reality where you think that's a good idea. Right. Yeah. Like you're just gonna go off into the woods and I don't know. I mean, I definitely think that it, it's interesting to think about that theory. Cause it's like, it didn't really give much detail about that. Like is the theory that they 
did slowly like one by one kind of i mean similar again to the dancing plague it didn't it wasn't like the entire huge group started dancing at once it was kind of like one person a few people 20 people um so was this like somebody did it and then like a few more people and then eventually the whole village um i don't really know how much investigating was done into where these people went if it was just assumed like oh yeah they probably just whatever i don't totally know again it doesn't seem like there was any kind of like official inquiry or like any kind of like government action to see what happened it's just like oh yeah this village is like disappeared like guess we'll never know what happened yeah which seems odd i really wanted to know more and again this wasn't in the united states so there's probably more information out there that just is in a language that we don't know and don't even know how to begin to find it no um so who knows but that that was an interesting theory that people just due to strife again this was a more booming village at one point that at at this point shortly before it was abandoned it does seem like it was starting to be in somewhat of disrepair and it was not doing as well as it was so it's potentially that they were facing some hard times things were closing things were tough and yeah, they just did sure what we all think about doing. A rural Siberian village in Russia in the 1950s was no stranger to strife. Well, exactly. Like, I'm sure it was tough. And they were just like, you know what, man? I heard there's some fucking lights out there in those woods. Maybe one of those columns of light will just take me. Yeah, right. Please abduct me. And just went for it. Again, if there wasn't like a huge... Yeah, like, I don't know how thick and deep these woods were is this like a man i'm just gonna we're just gonna reference every episode we've ever done mm-hmm. um i was just saying is this gonna be like the guy who disappeared from the airport like oh right we don't know where like it did they look through the woods to find these people if they did would they have found a bunch of bones out there right i don't fucking know die out of past style where they're just kind of like strewn yeah. throughout the woods right yeah like with injuries that don't match up to what they could have encountered on their own mm-hmm. i don't know um my favorite theory which is just a fun one was saying that there is a pond near the village with mermaids and Ah. that the mermaids lured all of the residents into the water with their singing and dragged them to the bottom. So have you read about the mermaids in, or did we, did we maybe talked about this in an episode, but the, the mermaids in Lake Baikal in Russia? No. So Lake, Lake Baikal, I think is both the largest lake in the world by like surface area but it's also the deepest lake in the world. Oh shit. And there's this story of, I guess a lot of people seeing mermaids in the water in Lake Baikal. And there's even these like pretty harrowing stories of um, like Soviet divers who were diving down there to do something, I think infrastructure related. And they like encountered these mermaids and they like tried to pull them down. And it was this like pretty wild stuff. We'll have to talk about it in a future episode, but mermaids are like a big thing in russian folklore i guess and interesting they're very specifically like malevolent and like like thought to be like very dangerous for anybody to encounter um which again just seems like a strange cultural thing that we don't have because our conception of mermaids is like fucking ariel from the uh little mermaid so it's all like happy and whatever but yeah you know in russia mermaids will like fuck you up and drown you yeah like that's totally what happened with this village like and that makes so much sense too because again thinking about people just sitting having lunch reading a book and then they're like huh what's that noise Mm -hmm. and they put their shit down go outside and what they're hearing is the singing right oh 
I wonder and how close like, the pond was to the village. One of them like runs in back into the village and is like, guys, you got to come check this out. I swear to God. I fucking swear to God. Yeah. There's a mermaid in the water right now. Swear to God. <laughs> there's nothing else to do. Definitely. Siberia in the 1950s. Right. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, let's go check out this mermaid. Oh, yeah. Because you would like, depending on how close the pond was, mm-hmm. you'd hear it like kind of drifting through like on the wind you'd be like is that fucking singing mm-hmm. like, where's that singing coming from because that's like the whole thing with mermaids right is that they've got yeah. this beautiful like siren song and or are those sirens you hear it oh shit damn wait it. are sirens distinct from mermaids or are those like subspecies sure. of the same hmm should Good we question. should we do you know, it? Should I don't we do think... an episode on mermaids yeah i think we definitely should and i'm actually wondering if that's on our topic list and i don't think it is and it really should be it's gonna be now all right episode of mermaids is coming at some point yep um yeah so but they like they're hearing this music and i'm just picturing oh man it reminds me of um i just listened to there's a podcast called let's not meet mm-hmm. and it's sort of an offshoot of the subreddit let's not meet so the podcast is basically just the host and then a various other people at times reading stories from the reddit right um with the the poster's permission and there was one that was not really that similar to this except that they were in the woods but (sighs) these dudes went out in the woods hanging out and they heard like this weird singing from like this what seemed to be an abandoned church in the woods like that they had explored previously and reminds me of like the same kind of thing you'd hear this singing and you'd be like wait is that like really what i'm hearing Mm -hmm. and it according to you know some of the lore about mermaids like it would probably sound really nice and it would be like irresistible to go you know, yeah. you'd want to go see what it was. Pro then, tip, if you hear irresistible ethereal singing coming from the middle of the woods, don't go towards it. Move yeah. away from it. But it's irresistible. You can't help it. You're like, man, Find a sounds way. so good. Plug your ears. I just ears. like got to get close. Plug your yeah. ears. Walk in the other direction. I mean, we'll learn more about this when we do the topic, but like, yeah. do the mermaids get you all the way into the water and then they just drown you? Or do they like get you just to the edge and then pull you in? Right. I don't know. That's the question. It's the eternal question. Well, that could be what happened to these people. That would make oh. some sense. But that's that's my favorite theory just in the sense, not necessarily my like number one theory that I believe in, but that was just my favorite theory that I read about was like, oh man, they all got pulled into a pond with mermaids. That's awesome. Right. Somebody should go check for yeah. bones at the bottom of that pond. Right? Yeah. I mean, who would think to do that? You wouldn't see a village missing of 80 plus people and just be like, huh, we should check that pond to see if they're all in there. Right. With like the bodies of their dead family members right oh, huh. God. i guess that doesn't oh, yeah. explain that part right that doesn't hmm. explain that dang because hmm. i don't think the mermaids i mean i'm not again not familiar with mermaids not totally sure what their purpose is in dragging people to the bottom but i'm not sure what they would want to do with a dead body right bring us your dead hmm. 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 well that's just one of many theories and yes. then of course there is aliens aliens so, i'm quite partial to this theory honestly yeah this this might be my number one as far as like what i subscribe to for this particular story it checks all the boxes like there's the there's the precedent set where the other villages kind of made fun of this village for seeing like like the lights in the woods and the you know the columns of light coming from the sky that's all obviously ufo related um there's the sort of aspect of it where it's they've almost been just like instantly like disappeared from their houses and their like things are just left like meals left on the table and whatnot um it's kind of like an instant teleportation thing and then my thought on the grave robbing was say the aliens are trying to 
do research on human genetics or some kind of like the human genome or something. And I'm assuming, I mean, I don't want to assume, but I am assuming that this village was <laughs> relatively, if not inbred, I'm sure there's not a huge amount of genetic diversity in this village. You know, it's this rural, less than a hundred person village in Siberia, not a lot of outside contact clearly because they had like contact with one other village that was close to them. So I'm sure that there's not a lot of cross pollination with other villages. So you have a, a contained genetic pool or whatever. And then if the um, aliens are like kidnapping or capturing all these humans to like experiment on them and like sequence their genomes and whatnot, they could also have robbed the graves so that they would have the different generations DNA to see how DNA like changes over time or how the genetics work or whatever. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It would be like a, a, a larger sample size and you, they could go back in time and see how the f different generations are affected by whatever. That was right. my thought. It is interesting. Like, I don't know that I've ever heard of a, an instance of graves being robbed of bodies potentially by aliens. Right. I don't think so either. I mean, obviously there's like the, the cattle mutilations, people being abducted, even... Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of a, of grave robbing aliens before. No, but I would imagine, I mean, I guess it it is odd, although there was a lot of weird shit that happened, um, again, past episode. We've just talked about a lot of stuff. We have. Um, Skinwalker Ranch, yep. with there being odd holes being dug and stuff like that, so... Oh, yeah. Right, like, on one hand, I'm like, couldn't... I mean, if aliens can just abduct you out of your home... Couldn't they just like pull you up out of the ground? But I guess they're not really like, they're not going to pull you like through your roof. You know what I mean? Like they're still. Right. I don't know. Though. Well, the, the, guess... the kind of like common abduction story is not being like brought anywhere on like a tractor beam or anything. It's like you wake right. up and there's like aliens in your room, presumably like yeah. taking you physically and moving you into the ship. Right. So you'd think, I guess that would make sense then there would be like the graves would be dug up in some way and not just like literally the cemetery looks untouched but the bodies are gone you know what i mean right, right. like you wouldn't even know yeah. right interesting so yeah yeah maybe the aliens were just like hmm this looks like a cool village to take why yeah. not trying to do yeah like science. limited contact with other people kind of that was like definitely the time for um at least for a lot of alien abduction and like ufo sighting stories the mm -hmm. 50s oh yeah um Barney and Betty Which, yeah, Hill. I mean, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Like maybe it was just a good time for aliens to do that. And they just had fucking a lot of fun taking people in that time frame. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. what's the first thing we would do if we discovered a planet that had life on it? We would start yeah. taking samples. Exactly. Yeah. We shouldn't act like we're better than the aliens. Oh God. We're no. not. We're worse. Yeah. We're way worse. We're definitely worse. Um, Speaking of humans being worse than aliens. <laughs> This could all have also been the military in Russia. That's true. I didn't really think much about a military theory. It's kind of, I mean, I oh. guess it's kind of similar to Dyatlov Pass where there could have been some weird, like, what if it was even something as simple as like a sound, like a, uh, what's it called? Like a, uh, like a sound weapon or like a sonic weapon or something right. that was drive that drove people from their homes. Hmm. 
And then I don't, but then the, the thing that just keeps not making sense to me is the graves. Why would the graves? Right, I was just going to say, yeah. Why the graves? Like, cause I almost was like, huh, maybe they did something with radiation, but then, I mean, again, without knowing what level of exploration there was into this village, this might not apply, but if there was something with radiation, maybe they took the bodies to make sure that like people didn't find traces of radiation in those bodies oh, as well. That would make sense. Yeah. Or like there was but you some think, like, awful plague that was like, or like some like biological experiment right? that was conducted and they dug up the graves of the people to have, I don't know, see if again, some kind of science reason you need to have like the, the 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 control group of these dead bodies that weren't exposed to the plague and so then you can kind of test the dna or, or something right yeah i don't hmm. the the cemetery thing is like a, just a big it's like a big i don't know that keeps coming up in every theory of like but why like mermaids doesn't make sense with that mm-hmm. the prisoners coming over and robbing it doesn't make sense with the bodies like the bodies being dug up is just like the weird the only thing that that kind of makes sense with to me is like the alien theory mm-hmm. that the aliens were like oh cool we've got a sample of living and dead right. humans here we can check out like let's just take both maybe they took one and then the other vice versa who knows um I don't know, but like every other theory I feel like doesn't quite match up with these dead bodies being dug up. Mm-hmm. I think it's either aliens so or the government. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like pretty much any <laughs> right. a noble topic could be boiled down to those two things. Aliens right. or the government could be either way. And, yeah, in both instances, like sure, it's a small village yep. that, you know, potentially if it goes missing, there's a totally plausible story mm-hmm. for them just having moved on. Right. It isn't going to be suspect at all. And even if it is, it's the government. And this isn't even just the American government. This is the Russian government. So right. this is the Russian government with still whatever. under Stalin. Right. I think, yeah, I think this is gonna Stalin be... was like the mid 50s that he died. So really? this, is like, this is like peak Soviet Union. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, we don't know when in the 50s. So this could easily be during Stalin's reign. So we have no idea. And mm-hmm. it would not be unusual for this to be a government cover up in some way not even really cover it up really just like well i don't know they're gone right i mean look at the shit that we know about what the the american government did from the syphilis experiments um right to the mk ultra stuff like that so we know about some pretty sketchy stuff that that the u.s government did like i think the the syphilis experiments were even in like major cities in the united states so like imagine what the russian government is doing in like this less than 100 person town in siberia right yeah, it definitely seems like for both groups, it would be an ideal place to just fuck around and experiment and like, oh, well, these also, people aren't really going to be missed. Why there was no like investigation by the Russian government. Right. Because they don't have to investigate. Yeah. They know what happened. It kept like fucking me up researching it because I was like, I kept my brain kept staying back in the 17th century and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, of course there's not information. And then I was like, wait, no, that's just when the village was developed like right. this happened in the 1950s like there should be something oh yeah about a village disappearing that wasn't so long ago this wasn't like the 1800s when it was like well we don't fucking know there's not really much record on it like oh well we're never you know there's no photographs there's nothing like that this was like the 1950s mm-hmm. so you just think that there would be more not that it's necessarily going to be like a huge news story although arguably it maybe should be oh yeah um but like you just think that there'd be a little bit more out there, but there just was really almost nothing. Um, so yeah, I have no idea what type of investigation was done, if any at all. Right. Very confusing. Q X files so, theme. 
Yeah. <laughs> Get on that, Nate. Um, but yeah, that is the abandoned village of Rastus. Yeah. So if you're listening, we would love to know what you think, mm-hmm. um, especially if you live anywhere near there or know anything about that area. Mm-hmm. If you can fill in any of the gaps that we have as far as information goes, we'd love to know. Please do. Um, but tell us what you think. Do you think it was mermaids just simple moving on was it ufos was it the government was give it us your theories all of them at once all of them at one time they all were leaving the village and then the government came in and they were like wait a second <laughs> you guys can't go we need to experiment and then the aliens like turned on the light and they were like wait we want you and then the mermaids were like actually come over here and then everybody went into the pond everybody, including the aliens including the aliens everybody it was great Hmm. yeah so let us know what you think we'd love to know and yeah give us some info if you have any idea um where we can find more information about this we would love to read about it please do yeah all right well that was episode 54 get excited because the next episode we're doing is mothman chicago updates that like sounds like (laughs) he's doing like a tour right or like csi (laughs) i mean he kind of is csi chicago yeah yeah exactly mothman like, chicago. It's, it's an offshoot of right. mothman but yeah if, if you don't know and actually we've gotten a couple people messaged us on instagram mm-hmm. with that same article that you sent me mm-hmm. about a recent sighting of mothman at o'hare yep um airport in chicago so but this has been an ongoing thing for what like a couple years now oh yeah yeah mothman's just been of, he's been hanging yeah. out in chicago for a while yeah for a while there are tons of sightings so we are going to dive into that for mm-hmm. the next episode. Um, so that will be in a couple weeks. But yeah, keep up with us on social media. Yep. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Patreon. Yep. Find us on Facebook. Yep. And come chat. At us. Right. At us. Yeah. Send us cool things. Tell us what you think. Let us know if you want a sticker. We still have holographic stickers. Mm-hmm. So, and they are dope. They are. Seriously dope. So yeah that was episode 54 of unknowable unknowable love you <laughs>